Oh, here we go. Cool. We are live, friends and families. We're back for episode five of the podcast. Hamish with me. I'm Andrew, of course. Um, Friday the 13th. Hopefully we can all make it through this day. Um, we have a fun show today with a special guest, which is exciting. We'll bring them on in just a minute. And it is a beautiful fall day here in Longmont, Colorado. Hopefully it is the same where you are, um, wherever you are out there in the world. Hey, Mish, let's get right to top of mind. Hey, what's up, everyone? Um, we're going to jump right in. We want to talk about um, Ignite Talks. Now, we at Sticker Giant have been the sponsor of Ignite Boulder for some time now, but we've just uh, started a new partnership to become their global sponsor for all of their events. So anyone that hasn't heard of or been to an Ignite Talk, go and check them out at ignitetalks.io. They um, are a bit like TED Talks, I guess. Um, they're really fast paced, so every speaker gets 20 slides that change every 15 seconds. Um, they're usually funny, so yeah, I guess think like TED Talks with a comedic twist. Yeah, Ignite Talks are a lot of fun. We've been sponsoring them for a long time, and we really love the public speaking community and everything that goes around that as well. So, um, the topics are there, wide-ranging, and they are a good time. So we're excited about that partnership. Thank you, Hamish. Um, one little thing top of mind that we wanted to talk about, just because we've been doing so much of it here on the factory um, every day. In fact, we're doing it. We're taking pictures of stickers, which if you check out our Flickr, our Instagram, it's it's one of the things that we love to do is visual storytelling. And we just want to give some tips, just small tips to Take better pictures of your stickers and labels when they're on your products, when you're promoting them on your social channels. Um, you want to get really close up, right? You want to get close with your phone and, and try to avoid the glare. The lighting, of course, you want, don't have too much overhead lighting. One thing in our factory we know so hard. Fluorescent lights. Fluorescent <laughs> lights. Yeah, the bane of taking pictures, fluorescent lights, especially in this room. With those glossy finish stickers, you just get reflection all the time. So you've got to try and figure those angles out. Yeah, we do that um, when we're doing, say where we want to catch a moment uh, in the factory, whether it's a machine or someone packing a box. We, of course, have our shipping can. We've talked a lot about that. Um, but by no means are we pros at this, but this is something we're working on every day because we want to do better at it. And we wanted to just throw some tips out there to you as well, our, our listeners and readers. Um, there's the mashups. We like to put a bunch of stickers sometimes together. Um, you want to have your backgrounds not be too distracting, but also compelling as well um, with some negative space, which is what Hamish was talking about. Um, so those are our top of mind today. Ignite Talks, super excited about that, like Hamish said, and then um, taking pictures of stickers. And we'll talk a little and bit about some stickers more. I was going to say, and we're going to be following that up with a blog post next week, probably with a few of those tips actually written down in case you missed any of that. Um, but yeah, let's get on to um, the main feature of the show. We've got uh, Danny here, the president of Nature's Root. So yeah, we want to welcome her on. Um, Nature's Root is a hemp-based uh, therapy and beauty products business. Um, they're really unique because they're actually combining a retail shop with the first ever hemp and CBD-based spa. But I'm going to let Danny talk about that. She'll do a much better job explaining it to all of you than I will. Right from welcome. the farm. Welcome. Yes, thanks guys. Thanks so, for inviting me out here. Absolutely. We um, we want to, of course, let people tell their stories. So Thanks. Um, Hamish. Yeah, yeah, I mean, why don't you start, you know, we like to let our guests just introduce themselves and maybe talk a little bit about um, Nature's Root and then we can kind of get back, maybe go back a few years and talk about, you know, where the ideas started and how they evolved and your kind of career in the cool. hemp industry. Awesome. Well, um, Nature's Root started back in 2013. Um, it, the idea all came from um, 
the hemp farm that we originally started, but Nature Zoo does a hemp-based spa. And the whole initial concept is to be able to show that you can live more of a like luxurious type lifestyle and be able to treat yourself in a very sustainable, organic way. My preference is hemp. So that's why I always um, push hemp because I think hemp's gonna help save the planet. And um, that's my mission, why I think I'm here on earth is to do that. So hence why I have a spa and we're gonna continue to create more different types of businesses and outlets for people to experience hemp on different types of levels other than just like tinctures and capsules and stuff like that. Right, lotions, etc. And yeah, so we'll be able to expand much, much more. So. Let's just rewind a little bit. How did you get into the hemp, marijuana industry, whatever, here in Colorado? When did that start? What was the start of that? Oh, well, the start of that was um, back in 2008, actually. I had the second licensed edible company in the whole state back when they first started medical marijuana. That's cool. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And um, we started with an organic edible company and sold that out in 2012 to a company called Chiba Chews and um, got out of the medical marijuana industry and went right into hemp the following year. And my mission wasn't done with helping people and it was just a little too restrictive with medical marijuana, so. You mean as far as like how, what you can do with the products? Well, I think with what you can do with the products, how, um, who you can sell it to, where you can sell it, um, how much you have to pay to sell it, um, there's just like all these different types of um, things that started coming up in 2012 that was nothing I wanted to be a part of. So, and that's when recreational right. became. And I was like, not wanting to be a part of that. So we stepped out and became a part of hemp. <laughs> so is that almost as the recreational became bigger, the medical almost became harder to, to do or? Just more and more, um, just, uh, selfish people and people that are not for helping people continue to come in and I am about helping people and we have good intentions our company does and so we didn't we just continually were hitting wall after wall after wall of people just screwing us over mm. and so it was just more so like okay. just getting burnt out more than anything so I would uh, say. so 2012 recreational expands mm -hmm. medical of course becomes a different program you transition for those reasons yeah. um that makes perfect sense. So then you join your mom. Well, I, I actually joined my mom in 2008. She was my okay. business partner in 2008 also. Gotcha. Um, but I basically bought her out in 2010, ran it for a couple years, the edible industry or the edible company, and then sold that in 2012 and then re-invited her back in. Got it. With, um, because we did so well together then that, you know, I figured we could do pretty well together again. So just asked her to come and be a part yeah, of it. Yeah, how was that? I know we work with kind of a lot of um, uh -huh. like mom and pop shops, yeah. small to medium businesses, a lot of them are family run. Do you yeah. have any kind of tips for people out there, you know, working with a close family member or even just, you know, starting something with oh. you know, one other partner, for example? Well, I've brought my whole family into this. I mean, I kind of was like, you know, I've brought my mom and my dad and my brother and we've all worked together. My partner, we worked together, my boyfriend. So we all work together. Um, so I don't know, I've, I think it was something that felt more comfortable for me because working with people that I didn't know, um, we were obviously hitting wall after wall, being screwed over, so working with family always helps out, especially if they're a good family, and my family is very wonderful, so. 
Just keep on working with them. Correct. And you're in Longmont. I'm in Longmont, yeah. And that's where the farms are? That's where a couple, that's where one of them is, um, a partnership farm. Hmm. Our personal farm is in Erie, um, and then we have partnership farms throughout Colorado and throughout the United States and a couple other countries. So you can distribute in other markets and other countries? Yes, just, well, based out of that region, yes. Got it. So, like, we, I went to Jamaica and helped plant their first hemp legal, like, legal hemp farm out there. First one ever in their whole history. And um, that was in 2015. And so we, we go and now we've opened up a couple of spas out of Jamaica so that we can localize what we're doing. That's the whole purpose of this is wherever we plant hemp, we're opening up a spa so that we can localize everything and help cut down carbon, help educate people, help localize and sustain. And then basically everybody will be more happier. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, like a, I guess, a great way to do it because, you you know, you bring actually more jobs into the community. You're not yep. just growing a product and kind of shipping it out somewhere else. But no. So has your family always had a background in agriculture or no. was it kind of you, as you brought them in and everybody got involved, it was like, no, all right, let's just figure this out. Yeah, my, my dad's been in logistics. He's always kind of, you know, grown the weed and um, I've always been in cannabis my whole life from what I can remember. And... My boyfriend's always grown for his whole life from what he can remember. So it's been in our blood. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, legality-wise, we've been legal since 20, 2008. Interesting. So, um, And that was as soon as we could. I mean, that was like the first year you could be legal. Of course, yeah. yeah. And that was, that was the gold rush out here for yeah. sure. I do recall those times. Now, the question is, um, in 2013, um, you started something called the Colorado Hemp Project? Uh, yes, so 2012. 2012. Can you talk about what that project means and and what the plans for that project are? So that's where the Nature's Root was kind of created from, was we started with the hemp field and it was growing. And we saw, or I did, all this hemp out there with no buyers. And I was like, oh shit, we need to create an outlet for this, otherwise we're gonna be sitting on a bunch of hemp. And so I created Nature's Root. And it was originally supposed to be a tea company but I had this dream and I started creating products. Okay. So. so you started creating products. Yes. You gotta make labels. Yes. Yes, and they're being printed through you guys. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little segue. <laughs> Hamish was checking out your stuff. He had, I think he had a question for you about that one. Yeah, because I know you guys print our uh, matte labels. Yes. Um, which I guess, did you um, have sort of a decision process behind like doing a matte label over a glossy label? I think, um, you know, you don't always have to, I, I personally like the matte, My, you know, I think there's certain labels look better in gloss, but I personally like the matte on black. And so all of our darker labels are matte, they're not glossy. So that's, I think, was our concept behind that whole thing. Did you design them? Uh, no, actually, a company out of the UK did. But I mean, like conceptually, you're, like you just did, oh, you just illustrated. You're like, this is my design. What I want this to be. Well, uh, a gentleman named Ben did that oh, we nice. work, that we do design work with. Cool. He really is the guy that puts all of our like branding labels together. We got our original logo from the UK. Nice. And then uh, from a company I can't even know the name of it. It's just a friend of mine. Just nah. yeah. His name's Tony. Right on. Thanks, <laughs> so wanna, thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. We like your artwork. You're awesome. <laughs> Um, but I don't, I don't know the name of his company. So yeah, we just did that and Ben 
I don't know his company name, but he creates all of our labels. We can look all this up and, you know, tag him later. That's no big deal. It's just more like talking about the process. I know you guys, you guys are sticker giants, so it's all good. (laughs) That's really all that matters. It's more about um, that process, right? Some people, some of our customers, they do need help, right? Um, And so... You know, it's good that you like, you're like, we need help for identity, we need yes. branding, and we're still going to market it and sell it. This is our, our world. Mm-hmm. But it, it shows that, like, it takes yes. a village, right, to, to, like, help. So ultimately, though, the goal is to have all of the stickers be out of hemp plastics and oh. out of hemp, all of based hemp everything. I mean, because then you would be really sustainable and really be, then we would be really nailing it at that point. Well, that would be yes. full, like, integration of our, our missions. Yes. Um, so cool. That's so the hemp project was your project. You started that. Yes. Um, we were the first uh, legal hemp farm in the United States since the prohibition. So we started that, and we have expanded ever since then. We've grown a lot of hemp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's cool as well because I guess now you act as a consultancy as well, yes. helping other people. You know, we get do. through those um, kind of legal channels that they have to. We uh, do. We help set up by, states but... and and help university programs go and everything like oh, that. Oh, universities start agricultural programs yes. in their science and etc. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That we have some of those in Colorado. Are you working yeah. with CSU and CU? Um, no, I'm working with other states. Nice. Though. Yeah, that's cool. we did work with CSU at the very beginning, but they're they have their, they have a big thing. Yeah, they have a big thing going on. Yeah. Cool. I mean, we, we talked about labels and, you know, that's, you know, one way to identify your product. But what about some of the issues, um, you know, like marketing in, a, mm-hmm. in an industry that is, um, I would say, somewhat illegal? You know, it's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a sort of disparity between it being I- illegal federally, but then legal on a state level. And you have stuff like Facebook, where we were talking about earlier, you have a huge following, but mm-hmm. um, it can be sometimes difficult to reach. What are some of the challenges you've had in, in just getting the, the, the word out there? Well, it's actually been pretty natural and organic the way this whole process has happened. I think, um, especially with Nature's Root, um, people just love the brand. They love the name. They love the logo. It's a good name. Um, Yeah, (laughs) it just kind of goes, you know, and people really like the products. So it's very, people like it. You know, I don't know, really, I can't. I don't know what to say. I just know that they like it, so we just keep on. No, people are identifying it. You know, it's a whole process. But we do, like he was saying with Facebook, we, you know, uh, or other social media, it's hard to promote this stuff. And so the challenge that you're overcoming is through your your great branding and your great labeling and your community of of people all around the world. Yeah, we don't really have much issues, honestly. That's awesome. We were pretty blessed. I think some other people may have some issues. We actually don't have many issues at all. as far as that goes, I, I don't think that I could think of any at all, honestly. That's actually a nice way yeah. to, to say thank you to to Danny and Nature's yeah. Root and also all of the fans of, of, of their company. Yes. Um, and thank you for coming on. We're yes. going to move into our little spooky sticker segment, but, uh, you know, this, this is a nice little talk about, yeah, about cool. where we're headed. Um, exactly. Last question, where do you think we're going to go with this, with hemp in, in America? Oh, well, we have to save the world, so that's the only place that we can go is just up and keep on growing it. and. We have no other resources, so hemp is our only resource, and we can't keep on cutting our forests down. We have to clean everything up. It's the only thing that's going to clean us up. We have uh, it naturally in our bodies, an endocannabinoid system. I mean, we need this. There's, we can't fight it. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. No, it's that's pretty basic, great. easy, I and mean, we can only go up from here. Cool. So Just like the plant. Just to the sun, right? Yep. So on that note, thank you, Danny. We'll let you um, cool. have a seat. Thanks. Um, thank you for coming out. We'll, of course, have a post out. She's going to take her coffee and her water. Coffee and water. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Danny, very much. Um, 
So again, it is Friday the 13th. We have this really awesome I Survived. Yep. The Friday the 13th um, right there. And um, this is a cool one. Uh, the Halloween sticker it is the uh, zombie holding the smartphone. Little comment on the, the state of society, perhaps. Maybe we should, uh, yeah, get outside. And yes, we are on our smartphones. This <laughs> is Dia de los Muertos from the Longmont Development Authority here downtown. Um, this is a promotion we're doing. Um, so I got excited a about couple that. cool ones here from the Liberty Science Center as well. Their Halloween theming up nice. their, uh, their stickers as well. You know, they do a bunch of work with kids, so that's really cool to have stickers. Kids love stickers. We'll get close-ups for you on the on the blog. We promise. Um, monthly sticker. We got this amazing jack-o'-lantern style thing. Thank you very much to Jupiter Visual and Alan Peters for that. Um, and then just some fun sticker sheets. So we'll get those out there in the world for you all to see. Thank you very much. We won't see you till November. Yeah, but we want to um, just quickly do a sneak preview. Um, we are welcoming on, welcoming on Rob Decker from NationalParkPosters.com. That's National Dash Park dash posters.com and uh yeah they print these awesome posters celebrating the beauty of our national parks and um yeah the cool thing that he does as well is he's printing these uh wicked kiss cut stickers yeah, um, nice. to kind of go out and, and help kind of support his brand and get people you know buying these and they're, they're awesome because they're they're 100 recycled they're printed with um soy based inks and made in the usa so it's kind of a real celebration of everything you know about the american great outdoors and if you guys have any questions for Rob um, before the show, you know, hit us up on any of the social media channels or you can email us at podcast at stickergiant.com. And yeah, you know, we'll try and answer those questions and have a really great show with Rob next time. So thank you to Danny and Nature's Root. Again, hopefully you all can survive Friday the 13th. Have a great Halloween and we will see you the first week of November. Uh, I'm sorry, the Second, Second Friday, Friday <laughs> in November at 10 o'clock Mountain Time. Um, I'm Andrew. And I'm Hamish. And we are very happy you joined us. Remember, every sticker has a story. What's yours? Do 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 do